Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. morning. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Sunday, the 5th day of December 2021. Your date, one two five two zero two one. We welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base. Sports Talk, 1400 AM in Las Vegas. And, of course, we cover the world on many different platforms. Our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. You could also get our... Uh, uh, shows, by the way, on our website, um, archived. So in case you miss us early in the morning, you can catch us uh, later on. And, of course, uh, your smartphones, your Androids, and your iPhones with uh, your phone apps, the KSHP phone apps that you can put on your devices, your smartphones, so you never miss us. And uh, believe me when I tell you, that uh, Sports Talk 1400, with all the great sports going on at this time of the year, you got to listen to the station via the uh, phone apps because a lot of good sports programming on here as well. And, of course, uh, iPods, podcasting, however, wherever. All the podcasts out there, wherever you get it, we're there. Just punch us in. So, anyhow, welcome, however you get us to the show, wherever you get us to the show, whenever you get us to the show. We welcome you on this Sunday, beautiful day here in our uh, neck of the woods. After all, it is the 5th day of December, and when it's the 5th day of December, it's usually chilly here, and it is, 50 degrees right now outside. Not as bad, you know, the other the other days were down in the 40s at this time, but 50 degrees right now. We're going to get up to 75 degrees today. There's no wind, the sun is shining, sky is blue, the ground is dry, and 75 degrees on the 5th day of September. September? No, Ralph. December. On the fifth day of December. Come on. That's good stuff. That's good weather here. And boy, our our sports books and our race books are packed with all the action going on. The the big championship college football championship day yesterday with all the great championship games. And I'm going to tell you, those games, most of them lived up to the billing. They were some great games yesterday. We'll wait and see now the final four teams that make it to the College Football National Championship. And we're in uh, week 13 of the NFL. A lot of great uh, action going on 
on the gridiron as far as the pro football is concerned. Throw in uh, some uh, pro basketball, throw in some college basketball, throw in some great racing, and you got some good stuff happening today on this fifth day of December, so we welcome you to the show. Looking at the weather across the nation, and we hope the weather is as nice where you are as it is here. But I got to tell you, if the people in uh, you know Wisconsin and Michigan and the Great Lakes area and up there in the northern part uh, of the border between Canada and America are experiencing snow, snows up there. Illinois's got a bunch of uh, rain and, and cold ice stuff going on there. But uh, up and down the entire Pacific coast from the great northwest to the very tip of the Baja in Mexico, it is clear as a bell. Gulf Coast, clear as a bell. Atlantic Coast, clear as a bell. And for the most part, the contiguous 48, pretty good for this time of the year. I understand we're getting reports out of Southern California that it's so foggy at Santa Anita that they're not allowing horses to work out this morning. Uh, workouts. They are allowing them to, to gallop on the racetrack and jog, but not, uh, you know, uh, registered uh, workouts, you know. So we'll wait and see. I'm sure the fog will lift in Southern California. They get that uh, marine layer along the coast, but, man, you get down in the San Anita, that's inland. So we'll wait and see. We'll get, uh, get the latest report from uh, John Lindo. The ongoing saga with Bob Baffert. Remember? We were telling you about that yesterday, how his uh, lawyers, uh, the, uh, the, the split sample for the umpteenth time came back. And, uh, you know, shaking away all of the legalese terms and all that, just simply put, uh, the the drug that uh, Medina Spirit was um, disqualified for was not administered through uh, injection. It was part of an ointment that was applied for uh, for him on the body as they said. So uh, the statement from their, uh, Bob Baffert's attorney come out and it says the Kentucky Racing Commission has steadfastly enacted rules relating to uh, the drug joint injection and have drawn a bright line rule that no injections are permitted within 14 days of the race. Now there is zero doubt that the 14-day rule some thought might have been violated by the earlier, less specific testing is revealed as premature judgment. Since this is an absolute rule, and I'm, this is now me saying, since this is an absolute rule that a horse can be uh, disqualified because of an injection of this, that it does not apply because the, hor- the horse, um, it was... Uh, the horse got the, the, that drug got him through the ointment that was rubbed on him. So now we'll wait and see if uh, the return of the split sample analysis will likely lead to the case moving forward to the commission, and a hearing has not yet been scheduled. So we'll wait and see. The ongoing soap opera of Medina Spirit's victory in the Kentucky Derby. Okay. Uh, we get uh, news that uh, possibly... The Triple Crown that has been a product of NBC Sports, the Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont, all in one place on one network, may be getting split up. Fox Broadcasting wants uh, to get the Belmont stakes, 
which, by the way, Fox Broadcasting broadcasts uh, the New York racing signal every day on their Fox Sports Networks. And so now they want the Belmont Stakes. We'll wait and see if that splits up there. Remember, before NBC got it, we had ABC that had the, the uh, all the Triple Crowns. We'll wait and see about that. And it is closing day today at Woodbine. And we'll have our last report from Tommy Masses for a while. What a pleasure it was to have his angle, his view of uh, betting uh, on the races, et cetera, at Woodbine. And we thank we want to thank Woodbine a lot for their support throughout these uh, years. And uh, we'll get that closing day report from uh, Tommy in a minute. And, of course, uh, we got a two-day pick-six carryover going on at Los Alamitos. Yeah. Two-day pick-six carryover there. Remember that we had that big pick-six carryover at Aqueduct yesterday. Here's how that went in the pick-six yesterday at Aqueduct, in which the last four races were stakes races, and they were doozies. Okay? The pick-six, let's give you the pick-six first. Price is eighteen forty, fourteen dollars even. Then four forty, four ninety, five fifty, and seven fifty. So all the stakes races were won by the favorites, so to speak. So the three day carryover and the money uh, bet into it at a dollar base bet. That pick six and the winning numbers three five two one five three paid two thousand five hundred and ninety six dollars and fifty cents for the buck. Now, we get back to the stakes races. In the Gopher Wand, the seventh race on the card, Lady Rocket wins with Ired Ortiz Jr. aboard, outrunning Bella Vita with John Velasquez aboard, and Truth Hurts finished third and paid 440 In the Remsen, which was the eighth race on the card, Mo Donegal wins with Ired Ortiz Jr. aboard, Outrunning Zandon with John Velasquez aboard. And Midnight Chrome finished third. Mo Donegal paid $4.90. Now, the the buildup between Irad and John Velasquez was starting to get real ripe because there was, uh, you know, bumping and pretty much... Well, there was an inquiry in, in the Remsen. No change. So then we get to the Demoiselle, the ninth race on the card, where Nest with Irad Ortiz Jr. wins. So Ortiz wins three stakes races in a row at Aqueduct. And in all three of those races, John Velasquez finishes second. This time with Venti Valentine, Magic Circle finished third. Nest paid $5.50. So the Irad versus Velasquez show with inquiries and no changes had a a, uh, three-episode event in the first three races yesterday in the stakes races at Aqueduct. So Irad wins all three of them. Velasquez finishes second in all three of them. And I got to tell you, Velasquez was pretty hot under the collar by the hurting and riding that was going on with Irad winning all those three races. Stewart's got involved in a couple of them, but there were no changes. Irad wins four races on the day. And the Cigar Mile, the final race on the card, the main event, the grade one greed, uh, Cigar Mile, was won by American Revolution, Louis Saez aboard, 
the New York bread paid $7.50 outrunning Following Sea and Plainsman. This was Todd Pletcher's third straight stakes race yesterday. He won three in a row, the Remsen, the Demoiselle, and the Cigar Mile. What a day it was yesterday. <laughs> what a, what a uh, you know, um, in-race battle going on between Ortiz and uh, Ortiz Jr., Ired, and uh, John Velasquez yesterday. Wow. A lot of people thought that uh, Irad is uh, pushing the envelope when it comes to uh, his race riding there at Aqueduct. We will wait and see. A lot of tweets. Saw a lot of tweets afterwards saying Irad, something's got to be done with his the way he rides because uh, somebody's going to get hurt. This not by the as you know the officials certainly, but by uh, racing fans looking in. So we wait. That's got to that's got to be a story that's brewing. That that's that that pot is boiling right now. Wait and see what happens in the ensuing days. Alrighty, so that happened yesterday at Aqueduct. Los Alamitos two-day pick six carryover. Sixty-two thousand five hundred seventy-five dollars and twenty-three cents to be exact. Uh, the uh, pick six yesterday had a twenty-five-dollar horse in it. You know, it, it. But the last two races, I mean, the Starlet. The three hundred thousand dollar grade one starlet was won by Ed Ida, and I got to tell you, Edda, I should say Edda, Edda, repelled challenges more than one. Was headed by uh, a horse and came back and won in a driving finish. John, uh, Juan Hernandez aboard Edda for Bob Baffert, who had three horses in the race, but Edda, an outstanding performance in winning the starlet, paying four twenty. And um, you talk about uh, Pletcher winning uh, three stakes races in a row yesterday at Aqueduct. Well, Bob Baffert uh, almost owns the Starlet. This was his fifth straight year winning the Starlet with an entry for Bob Baffert. Etta wins. In any case, uh, the uh, pick six carried over. And uh, you'll have a uh, pick six uh, two-day carryover today at Los Alamitos. So there you have it. There it is. Now, Gulfstream Park, they had the claiming crown yesterday, right? Well, Gulfstream Park claiming crown. Let's see what happened there. The Iron Horse was won by Blue Steel, 940. Paco Lopez aboard. Lopez's second win on the day in that third race. The Destaff won by Pan Dem Blues Away. Pan Dem Blues Away, 560. Paco Lopez aboard. The Express was won by Face of Victory, $11 even. The Tiara was won by Sugar Fix, 840. Edgar Zayas won back-to-back there, the Express and the Tiara. The Glass Slipper won by Sweet Wilhelmina at 1860. The Canterbury won by Bad Beat Brian, 1020. The Rapid Transit was won by Miles Ahead, 460 with Paco Lopez. Paco's fourth win of the day, three in the Claiming Crown stakes races. The jewel was won by 12 volt man, 2360, giving uh, trainer Safi Joseph Jr. his third claiming crown win on the day, 2360. And the final race, the Emerald, was won by midday image, 820, Paco Lopez aboard. Lopez won five races yesterday. Gulfstream four claiming crown races. Safi Joseph, the trainer, won three claiming crown races. 
That happened yesterday at Gulfstream Park. At Woodbine, well, the steady growth was won by Artie Storm, 720, outrunning Full Extreme at 33 to 1, and Magical Man at 50 to 1. And in the La Proviance, the winner Silent Causeway, 1150, outrunning November Fog and Golden Vision. Happening yesterday at Woodbine. Oaklawn Park saw the mistletoe, the winner there, Mar- Mariah's Princess, Martin Garcia's aboard. Martin Garcia paid uh, 660 on that uh, Mariah's Princess, outrunning at Amendment 19 and Love Ride in the mistletoe at Oaklawn yesterday. Tampa Bay had a couple of $100,000 stakes races. The Sandpiper won by Strategic Bird with uh, Mr. Galato aboard, paying $4 even. The inaugural won by Keaton. With uh, Camacho aboard, paying eleven forty, Golden Gate had the Gold Rush Stakes. Boys won it with Evan Roman five forty there, outrunning Degree of Risk and Doctor Prescudo. And at the fairgrounds, the Panzeretto was won by Brooke Marie, eleven dollars even there. And by the way, that uh, was one of the Twin Q races yesterday. We'll get to that a little bit later. Right now, what we're going to do is we're going to go to our first break because, as we said on our show. We got stuff to do, man. We got uh, Tommy Massis in his swan song for a while, reporting uh, for Woodbine. Bob Mazursky will be along with the Los Alamitos. Rich Ang has his selections. Jonathan Hardoon's picks. John Lindo's picks. Jerry Jicks. Jerry J's picks. And of course, your twin cue and your menu. That'll come up next. Don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Horse racing fans, the Southern California Thoroughbred Racing Circuit continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse with our action-packed winter thoroughbred meet. And we have a doubleheader of racing action on tap. Sunday's daytime program is highlighted by the running of the Grade 3 Bayacoa, featuring top fillies and mares. Proud Emma won this race last year. Then a full card of nighttime thoroughbred and quarter horse racing wraps up our Sunday doubleheader. And racing fans, mark your calendars for next Saturday for another great doubleheader at Los Alamitos. During the day, the card will feature the Grade 2 Los Alamitos Futurity and our popular on-track live money handicapping contest. Two berths will be up for grabs to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. And at night, it's the running of the Champion of Champions for Quarter Horses. Visit us on track and enjoy live racing from our main grandstand or at Burgart Sports Bar. And of course, our beautiful Vessels Club is fully open both indoors and on our patio and terrace levels. Great racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty back on race day las vegas and we'll get right to our menu today because we got a lot of stuff to do we gotta get right to the menu man look at the time all right here it is here's your racing menu for today Glad to see that some of the racetracks that have been uh, off the menu due to the simulcasting impasse is now passed, and they are on the menu. So here it is. Here's your racing menu for today. These will be the tracks that roll out in our racebook simulcast centers and racetracks around the country. First post times are Pacific. Why? Because we're in the Pacific time zone. Race Day Las Vegas. These will be the uh, first post times that roll out in our race books today. If you're listening any other way on any different platform, no matter how you get us, when you get us, where you get us, if you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. Don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? First post times on the menu, reflective of the Pacific time zone. So we begin with Aqueduct today. Aqueduct has 10 races. A couple of New York State Stallion Stakes races. The 5th Avenue Division, the Staten Island, will go as the 5th race. This is a half a million dollar race. Six to five favorite there is the important one. Then the other one, the New York State Stallion Stakes Race, uh, Great White Way Division. This called the Thunder Rumble for a half million dollars. Will go as the 10th race. In that race, scratch number three, Straight Skinny. Big long shot there. 11 others will go, though. And the favorite in there at five to two is My Boy Tate couple of nice half-million-dollar state-bred stakes races today at Aqueduct. Dot the car, 10 races. First post time is at 9.20 at Aqueduct today. Gulfstream Park is next. They have 11 races. Gulfstream Park's Pick 6 jackpot carry over $81,970. First post time for their 11-race card, 9.30. Then you go to Woodbine. It is closing day at Woodbine. Everything comes off the shelf. Everything goes out the door. It is mandatory payouts throughout today at Woodbine. All I can tell you, they nailed the uh, Super High Five jackpot yesterday for 20 cents. It paid $52,385 yesterday. So that's gone. They do have a pick six jackpot carryover, though, and that's a mandatory payoff today, so take off the jackpot. Best tickets will chop it up. The carryover, $9,980. 12 races on this finale. Full fields all. The $150,000 Grade 3 Valedictory Stakes is their 11th and featured at a mile and a half for three-year-olds and up. 
That'll be the 11th race on the card, a full field there. First post time on this closing day at Woodbine, 9.55 Pacific time. I take that back. There are 14 races today at Woodbine. 14, not 12, 14 races. They are emptying the barn area, too, it seems like. First post time, 9.55. Everything's mandatory today. Turfway Park has eight races. Their Super High Five carryover Turfway. Regular one, too, is $3,560 for his post time for eight races. 10-10. Oaklawn Park, Hot Springs, Arkansas. They kick in with a nine-race card today at Oaklawn. And uh, the first post time there at Oaklawn Park is set at uh, 10. Well, it says 10.30 on the sheets here. Uh, and uh, I got a information that maybe it's 10 o'clock. So we'll wait and see. We'll get the latest from John Lindo. Either 10 or 10.30, but Oakland goes with nine races today. All right, next up comes Hawthorne. Hawthorne Racecourse has a super high five jackpot carryover, $9,858. And their first post time at Hawthorne uh, is set at uh, 10.55. 10.55 at Hawthorne, eight races there. Next comes uh, Fairgrounds. No, it doesn't. Next comes Zia Park. Sheets stuck together. Zia Park has 10 races, six quarter horse races, four stakes races in the six quarter horse races, four thoroughbred races. That makes up your 10 race program at Zia. And a first post time there of 11 a.m. 11 a.m. at Zia Park today. Fairgrounds is next. There are eight races. First post time is 11.05 at the Fairgrounds. Fairgrounds has an 11.05 first post there. Then next comes Los Alamitos. No, we told you Los Al's got a two-day pick six carry over there. $62,575 in their pick six carryover. It's not a jackpot. It's just a regular pick six. Nine races today. The final race will be the $100,000 grade three Bayacoa Stakes. At a mile and 16th for Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up. A seven Philly and Mare field in the nightcap. And uh, the two-to-one favorite there is as time goes by with Flavian Pratt aboard. This is not a singleton, however. Good renewal of the Bayacoa. That's the ninth on the card. Nine races overall, too. First post time at Los Al with a two-day pick six carryover is at 12.30 this afternoon. Then you got Golden Gate. Golden Gate has a pick six jackpot carryover, $25,806. Their first post time at Golden Gate, 12.45. And then we go back to Los Alamitos this evening for their second program of the day. This is the quarter horse program, 515 first post for the second stands today at uh, Los Al. Of the 10 races, there are two thoroughbreds and two mixed breeds, and then six quarter horse races. That makes up the 10 race program tonight at Los Alamitos. They seed the pick six pot at Los Al tonight at $10,000. So there's 10 grand already sitting in the pick six tonight at Los Al. First post time, 515. Okay. All righty. Now um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go to Tommy first because I, I want uh, this is our swan song with Tommy. Tommy, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing, man? It's closing day, buddy. Yeah, and thanks for those kind words. And you know, I really want to thank uh, Eric Perante at Woodbine, who basically asked me just to do the the season preview. For Woodbine on your show, and I enjoyed hearing myself talk and took on the <laughs> the gig full time and really have fun doing it. Well, I will tell you one thing: as much as you like to, listening to yourself, uh, our listeners and uh, me personally certainly do too. 
I love to get uh, different points of view on our show. We get reporters that are, you know, the, the guys that are on the beat. And then it's nice to get the gambler's point of view that you gave us this year at Woodbine. We want to thank a, uh, Mr. Perante a lot for not only supporting our show, but uh, letting us have you for the entire meeting. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, I sincerely hope this is not the last time we talk, but it is the last time for today at Woodbine closing day. You got mandatory payoffs. And what happens a lot of times when you put a mandatory payoff on a pool, the bigger players come in and try to circumvent that mandatory by hitting the thing the day before. And that's what happened in your super high five jackpot, right? Yeah, maybe. But it's just, you know, you have these big fields and impossible races where the thing is hittable alone. Right, most days, you know, there's not really a combination that can be a single combination. Uh-huh. But, you know, you look at today. If if there was a super high five on every race, it could be hit ten times today. Yeah, what a what a card you guys are ending up with. Fourteen races. The Valedictory is an overflow field going a mile and a half, and uh, boy, there's there's a there's uh, there's a lot of opportunities to make good money on closing day at Woodbine to get the, your holiday bankroll. That's for sure. Yeah, if you're going to be right, today's the day to be right. That's for sure. Well, Tommy, what do you got for us? What, what this is this uh, valedictory is a mile and a half on your uh, synthetic uh, surface, and uh, you got 15 that are entered in it. Might be some scratches, but nevertheless, I mean, this has got to be a wide open scrum. Sir Winston, of course, the Belmont Stakes winner when he was a three year old, is in the field, and he's the lukewarm five to two favorite. But I don't think I want to just bet the favorite. No, this this is so much of a jockey's race every year, this long distance on the synthetic. So, you know, when, when you start looking at the contenders and you make a list of the contenders, I find one, number six, English Conqueror, that just happens to be 20 to one morning line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that would be the horse I would play in here. He's, you know, run fourth in the Canadian International against, you know, one of the best horses in Europe, Walton Street. He, he's got beat a length uh, to in a great three mile and a quarter race. So, you know, going back to last year, he came third in a mile and a half race. So, you know, the, I look at it. Hopefully, he just sits back there and trips out. But one thing for sure, English Conqueror can get the distance. Well, you know, I, I got to tell you that the. One of the key things I think I've recognized at Woodbine is the fact that even if the favorite wins, like and taking La, the uh, La Pro, uh, the uh, Steady Growth, for example, Artie Storm was the second of the two favorites in the race, paid seven twenty, but then you got a thirty-three to one shot that ran second, a fifty to one shot that ran third that just makes the exotics explode, even with a favorite winning, and in the race that you like, Striker, Striker had a hard-fought win by a long hit over a 93-to-1 shot. So what I'm saying is, uh, even with the favorites, you can make money there with the exotics of Woodbine. Yeah, and, and the way the synthetic is set up, the, you know, the horses that are not really trying to win the race uh-huh. sometimes benefit and get, you know, fill in the pieces. Yeah, that's uh, absolutely right. That's for sure. Okay, closing day. we got to get a couple of winners from you to get through the holiday season here, Tommy. Okay. Uh, first, uh, before I forget, number uh, race six, uh, the Whispers are out on Trizzle Travel, number nine, a first-time starter. Uh, Kevin Attar trains, Justin Stein rides, four-to-one morning line, but I thought I'd put it out there. Okay. I've been getting the texts and the phone calls on this one, so All right. Trizzle Travel, 
in race six should be live. Okay, that's the nine and the sixth. And then uh, going to my picks of the day, my pick is the next race, and once again, it's Kevin Attard and Justin Stein. Number seven, Gaucho should get a good pace scenario. Been getting better and better every race. Warrants the, the step up in class, which in a race like this is not really a step up in class. But uh-huh. number seven, Gaucho, in race seven is my best bet. All right. You got another one? You got me a long shot, and then we'll let you go. Yeah, race 13, number three, Argentum. I got a little story on this one. This horse is running long, and I and I went up to the trainer. This is going back a few years ago and said, you know, do you ever think you're going to run this horse seven furlongs? And she goes, why the hell would I do that? I go, so I can bet on it and make about 100000 <laughs> And she went around the whole bar saying, this crazy guy over here saying I should run seven, I should run seven. Then five starts later, she's running seven and loses a nose. And she's running se- and, and running seven furlongs again today. Yeah, so even though this horse isn't in the same form as it was back then, uh-huh. that's going to be my, my last big bet of the year. Number three, Argentium in race, lucky race 13. Yeah, so let's, let's make a 13 a lucky number today. Race 13, number three, your long shot pay, play, the last one for the show for Woodbine this year. Tommy, I want to thank you so much. We want to here at Race Day Las Vegas wish you personally and all of the fine folks at Woodbine and all the people that support that and Mr. Perante as well a very happy, safe, and uh, healthy holiday season, that's for sure. And you are welcome on our show anytime, my man. And hopefully I'll be back sooner than later, Ralph. Thank you very much. And uh, we hope you do too. Happy holidays. Uh, all right, we're going to be back with uh, Bob Mazursky right after this. Don't go away. Horse racing fans, the Southern California Thoroughbred Racing Circuit continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse with our action-packed winter thoroughbred meet. And we have a doubleheader of racing action on tap. Sunday's daytime program is highlighted by the running of the Grade 3 Bayacoa, featuring top fillies and mares. Proud Emma won this race last year. Then a full card of nighttime thoroughbred and quarter horse racing wraps up our Sunday doubleheader. And racing fans, mark your calendars for next Saturday for another great doubleheader at Los Alamitos. During the day, the card will feature the Grade 2 Los Alamitos Futurity and our popular on-track live money handicapping contest. Two berths will be up for grabs to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. And at night, it's the running of the Champion of Champions for Quarter Horses. Visit us on track and enjoy live racing from our main grandstand or at Burgart's Sports Bar. And of course, our beautiful Vessels Club is fully open both indoors and on our patio and terrace levels. Great racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse. And it continues right today with uh, Mr. Bob Mazursky. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Ralph. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, my man. A lot of things happened yesterday at uh, Los Alamitos, that's for sure. Um, in the last race, you had a horse at the start, uh, toasted at dawn, just wiped out, wiped out the horse who eventually won the race and overcame a horrible start with uh, Arabaita. I guess is how you pronounce it, in the last race. Boy, I'll tell you what, uh, that horse was well meant. 
Yeah, absolutely. He took a lot of action early on. You know, the the, the workout reports on the horse were just so-so, so there was a lot of skepticism in certain corners about the horse, but uh-huh. he certainly was much the best yesterday. You know, he was opened up as the favorite. He was favored in all the exotics, and he certainly ran like, you know, he was worth a little bit more than maybe they ran him for yesterday, because wow. I know they paid like 90 grand for him, so... It was an impressive performance given what happened to him at the start. Yeah, that was that was a wipeout there, and he recovered. I, I've never seen a horse get wiped out that much at the start and had an automatic excuse and still came on and won the race. And Ida, what a gutty uh, win in the starlet that was. Yeah, she looked like she was beaten on a couple different occasions. You know, Tenitos made the lead. I actually got in front yep. of her briefly in the stretch, and the, then the Cairo Memories surged at her at the end. Cairo Memories was just running kind of erratically. She was running in spots. I think if she had ever completely leveled off, she might have got there, but she didn't. Ida is, Etta is now two, three per one, three in a row. She showed she could route yesterday, and Bob Baffer continues his run of domination in the start. That was his fifth win in a row in the race, and now he's yeah. won eight overall. When you consider the three, he also won at Hollywood Park, so wow. now he's tied with the great Wayne Lucas, who, was, who he was very complimentary about, and he was honored to be in the, you know, tied with Wayne because, you know, he said that uh, yeah. Wayne was number one when he was in the quarter horse game, and uh, then he became number one when he was when he entered the third break game, yep. so he has a lot of respect for Wayne. Uh, quickly, Bob, a quick thought about Bayako. We'll get your pick and remind everybody a two-day pick six carry over 62575 yeah, the Bayako is a good race. Baffert could win again today. With the, he's got the favorite in the rail horse as time goes by, who was in a little tough in the Breeders' Cup distaff, but I think she's more comfortable here. She's won over the track. Harvest Moon is capable on her best day. Moonlight Dioro needed her last race for Richard Mandela. So I think the race will be, and of course, Warren Showtime is a very hard-knocking calibrate, 8 for 23 for Craig oh. Lewis. So I think any one of those four could win. It should be a good competitive race and a good way to end the first week here of the winter meet. All right, Bob, uh, a pick, and then uh, tell us when you resume and what uh, the post time will be. I like number four, Little Nas, in race five. He goes cuts back in distance, goes from turf to dirt. He ran, I thought he ran pretty well in the grass race coming back after a long layoff. Pratt rides him back. I think he'll get a great trip. He's worked well since for Sather. Four to one on the morning line, number four, Little Nas, in race five. All right. We you... come back on Thursday. Post time is 12.30 for Thursday and Friday, and then uh, noon on Saturday and Sunday to wrap things up. All right. Back on Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday, 12.30. Saturday and Sunday, the wrap-up weekend, high noon, right? That is right. All right. Thanks a lot, Bob. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you on uh, Thursday. All right, Rob. You take care. Coming up next is your twin queue, Rich Ang's picks, John uh, Hardoon's picks, etc. We're really cranking along. We will be right back. We'll get it all in. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you. All righty. Let's get your twin queue out of the way real quick here. The uh, twin queue uh, yesterday featured a couple of races at the fairgrounds, the eighth and ninth races there. 
The winning numbers were 1, 2, and 6, 8. Eight winners overall, each one $625 apiece. $625 the payoff for eight winning tickets yesterday in the uh, Twin Q at Station Casinos. Today's Twin Q at Station Casinos features split tracks. They are the seventh race at Fairgrounds, a mile on the turf, three-year-olds and up at Claiming Race. That's the first half of the Twin Q, the seventh race at the Fairgrounds. The second half of the Twin Q will come at Oak Lawn Park. Oakland Park's ninth and final race, six furlongs, Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds, and up an optional claiming allowance race, and 11 go there. So you got the uh, fairgrounds, seventh race, Oaklawn's ninth race, $5,000 in the Twin Q. Post time for the Twin Q right around 2.11, about right around 2 o'clock today. All right, we're going to go to Rich Ang real quick. Rich, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralph. Just to tease my in my sheet, my Summercast play of the day is in that Oakland ninth race, which is the second leg of the Twin Q. Oh, so fantastic! That's a tease. All right, get the you get Richie's uh, uh, selections for all of Los Alamitos right now with the simulcast play on it. Each day's got a simulcast play, and of course, he just teased with the fact that the simulcast play is part of the Twin Q today. All right, Los Alamitos today, uh, Bayacoa, a good renewal. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's a good renewal, and uh, uh, I, I figure a lot of these stakes races go through Bob Baffert, so that's <laughs> my top choice, the one, as time goes by. The horses I have behind the, the Wander and the two, Harvest Moon and the seven, Moonlight Diarro. All right, Richie, uh, time to get a uh, pick uh, today uh, for the race day listeners, reminding everybody they can get the complete uh, selections for all the Los Alamitos and that Simon Class play right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Race number six, I got a Sirocco Daily Double for you if uh, they can follow Bob's winner with uh, the sixth race winner. I like the number four, uh, Quick Fanny, six to one in the morning line. There's a ton of early speed, the two, the five, the six, the seven, all seem to want to go to the front. This, the four looks like has a nice grinder closer style with the J.J. Hernandez. So let's go 25 win place, two for the ROI, number four, Quick Finish, Ralph, to pass them all late in the lane. All right, and we're going to do a quick finish on this show, that's for sure. Sixth race, you like the four-horse, 25-win place, the $50 stipend. We're giving you a $2 ROI, two to win on the four in the sixth. And I got a Sirocco daily double play from Bob Bob Mazursky's play in the fifth race, the four-horse, to Rich Ang's play in the sixth race, the four-horse. A couple of pair of fours from the fifth to the sixth race. We can make it happen. By the way, that's uh, that's in the pick six and the uh, – and the, uh, yeah, that's good stuff. It's in the pick six, man. All right, thanks a lot, uh, uh, Richie. Uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you uh, next week on Thursday, and uh, don't forget to get his selections right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Hey, thanks, Al. Good luck, everybody. All right, I want to give you Jonathan Hardoon's place now before we go to our final segment with John and Jerry, who are standing by, and we'll do this quickly. Jonathan has a pick at Gulfstream Park today. One of two picks at Gulfstream Park today. Uh, for Jonathan. Jonathan's Gulfstream Park pick, 10th race, number 8, Skippy Long Stockings. Skippy Long Stockings. That's the 8 horse in the 10th race at Gulfstream. That's his first play, 10th race, number 8 at Gulfstream. Jonathan's play there. His second play, obviously, comes at uh, Aqueduct. At Aqueduct, in the ninth race, he likes number 2, Rally Squirrel. Number 2, Rally Squirrel. In the ninth race, Jonathan's other play on the show, the ninth race, Aqueduct, the two-horse. Get the rest. Of course, Jonathan's uh, website has all of Gulfstream. He's got all of Los Alamitos, and he's got all of Aqueduct as well. We'll be back with John and Jerry to wrap it up on this quick-moving Sunday show right after this. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, cranking right along. We now go to John Lindo standing by. John, good morning. Good, good morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, did you see all those tweets yesterday about the riding that I read was doing during those stakes races at Aqueduct? And, and John Velasquez was fit to be tied. We should be. I mean, uh, you know, it's gotten to be a habit with Irad Ortiz. He loves to herd these horses and move them over even when he doesn't have to. And you know, what he did Friday was awful. And then yesterday, I think he should have come down in the Remsen. You could see him, you know, it's not the horse getting in. You can see him leaning in to try and get the horse right on top of the other horse. And that's the rider's fault. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this ruling is on what happened on, on Friday. I hope they throw the book at him and give him time to think about what he's doing out there. Somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah, that was uh, and 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 John Velasquez was the recipient of three in a row on three stakes races yesterday, and I got to tell you, I you know it was I'd have been it it'd been nine to five that there would be a fist fight in in the jocks room somewhere, but I guess not. Uh, uh, John, I want to uh, you have on your sheet a ten a.m. post time at Oakland, but the sheets at the uh, book has ten thirty. Which one do you do you know which one it is? That's my fault. That was a typo, and I okay. didn't correct it, and I saw it after I sent it out. I said, oh, man, it is 10.30, the usual start time. I, I like that Oakland does not mess around their, with their first post times very often at all. All right, and all I can say is if you're going to make a mistake, make the post time always earlier because people at least will get there and still have time to bet rather than missing a race. That's for sure. So uh, if you've got to do a mistake, that's the way to do it. You have the Linda Report for complete erases the complete program at Oaklawn and at Los Alamitos. Both folks right now at the South Point, the Lindo, two separate Lindo reports that include the late pick fours, all the information and the selections exclusively at the South Point Racebook. So we'll take a play at Oaklawn. We'll take a play at uh, Los Alamitos. We'll let you go. Oaklawn first, race number six, horse number 10, Archability, comes off a long layoff. Is protected by being claimed by Randy Matthews. A really good work pattern. I love the outside post for a pace-pressing trip at 12-1 to 1 on the program. There's a lot of value here. Number 10, Archability, race number 6 at Oaklawn Park. All right, sixth race at Oaklawn. Number 10 is your play. Nice 12-1 to 1 on the morning line. By the way, I'm gonna, you know, they, gotta, uh, they really have to take a look at your key plays. They're doing very well on your sheet. Well, thank you. Yeah, we had a couple of nice uh, winners yesterday at, at some overlay prices. That yeah, works. And yeah. Let's head down to Los Al. Let's go to the second race at Los Alamitos. Number six, Big Al's Princess 
comes off a rough trip when he drew, when she drew the rail down at uh, Del Mar. Goes from the inside to the outside to post number six today. Look for more tactical speed and um, an improved race. Six to one on the program. Number six, Big Al's Princess. Race two, Los Alamitos. All right. Second race at Los Al. The six is the play. $2 ROI. Two to win on the six and the second at Los Al. I want to remind everybody now that um, there are full Lindo reports for all of Oakland and all of uh, Los Alamitos today. And, of course, uh, as I mentioned, the key plays were really uh, really uh, hitting real well on the sheet. You can get that exclusively and free of charge at the South Point. Doing a lot of work there, John. Enjoy a little football today. Enjoy a lot of racing today, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Right, and racing comes back on Thursday at Los Alamitos. So we got the four-day week for the second week at Los Alamitos. All right, you got it, my man. Thank you so much. Good luck today. All right, now we're going to Jerry Jackowitz. Jerry, did you watch any of those races yesterday at Aqueduct? No, I didn't. I didn't see them. It's, it sort of sounds like Angel Cordero a little bit, but uh, yeah, when, yeah. When Angel did it, he did it with you know real fine panache. Nobody was getting too mad at him. He wasn't. He wasn't uh, endangering anybody, but he yeah. used to herd horses pretty good. And uh, it was uh, back in the eighties, seventies, and eighties, and early nineties. It was considered good race riding. So. Yeah, well, we do remember that Preakness stakes that he had. That's for sure. Oh yeah, the Codex. The Codex, yes. All right. Uh, well, we, you got your power pages for all of Aqueduct and all of Los Alamitos at all the station casinos. So we'll cut to the chase and get something at Aqueduct. Okay, let's go to the big eight. We're gonna okay. My feature play is in the second, but it's a nine twenty post time, and it might be too tight for everybody. So I'm gonna go to the sixth race today. Okay, I have a, a pop out key. Your mission, the fourteen horse, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, whenever you get a chance to bet the fourteen horse, it's a good thing because uh, people don't want to bet those outside numbers. So you're gonna get a little higher price on it, but it, it's a tougher post. But uh, this horse ran really. Uh, Fantastic, and Cole ran fantastic in his first race. Made a huge middle move, sort of against the bias uh, after hesitating at the start, and just got nipped at the wire. Mm-hmm. I think uh, today with Jorge Vargas up, mm-hmm. you got a real good chance at a nice price. So the 14 horse is going to be our pop-out key. We'll make a good win-place bet there because of the post position. Mm-hmm. Then we'll play the 14 with the four, seven, 12, and 15. All right. So, and uh, by the way, this is after scratches, folks. Folks. Yes. So the fourteen is in, and the other linkups are not uh, at the moment reported as scratches. So in the sixth race, you like the fourteen. Number fourteen is the two dollar ROI win bet. The linkups are four, seven, twelve, and fifteen, and reverse the fourteen and the sixth at Aqueduct. By the way. I'm giving away your uh, feature play in the second race, just in case people have uh, phone apps that can bet it. In the second race, the nine horse smoke, smoke and tea at eight to one is your feature play and star horse there. So there you have it—a Sunday bonus for them. Los Al, give freely, give freely. Yes. All right. And by the way, our features play and Papa Keesman running first and second like crazy. A lot so. of times, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's go to the seventh race today. My feature play is Older Brother, who's been racing at Los Al. In the evening of late, and you don't see a lot of form, but way back when, really liked this this oval, and appears to be coming into really nice form on November 7th, ran a kind of a really nice uh, sprint. And um, I think this at $8,000, this is a real easy spot for older brother, and I, I, I happen to like the trainer, Sergio Morphin, an awful lot. He's very capable. So I like the three a lot at uh, 7 to 2. We got that good bug, Diego Herrera, up. We'll mm-hmm. take the bug boy on the three horse and play the three with the one, four, five, and seven. Reverses to break even here. It's all about the three in the, in the seventh. 
Uh, okay, in the uh, seventh race, the three is the key, and again, one, four, four five, five, and seven. Seven. There you go. Okay, so in the seventh race, the key is the three. Link-ups one, four, five, seven, and reverse. $2 ROI, two to win on the three in the seventh. Want to remind everybody that you got a, a nice little carryover at uh, Los Alamitos going today. Two-day carryover there, 62000 plus. And the power pages, again, can be had at uh, the Station Casinos for all of Los Al, all of Aqueduct. And the uh, Twin Q today at Station Casinos is uh, split racetracks. They are, again, if I can find that cheat, uh, yes, they are, uh, the seventh at Fairgrounds and the ninth at Oaklawn for $5,000. we got to get going. So go ahead and say it one more time, and we'll talk to everybody on Wednesday. Have a great race day, everybody.